Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. What is going on, you guys? It is your man, Morgan Man. Thank you so much for tuning back in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. You can find me here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Guys, I have a loaded show for you all today. We are talking the Overwatch League Week 2 Recap, Week 3 Preview, along with the Call of Duty League Week 3 Preview that will be held in Atlanta, hosted by the Atlanta Phase. And so much more to come in today's episode of E-Tuesday. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and get straight into today's subjects of matter. Alright guys, so at the top of the show right here, I do want to quickly mention an apology. And that is from my last week's episode of Falcon Friday, where I was discussing running back Devontae Freeman and safety Keanu O'Neill. I had the music way too loud at the beginning of the episode and at the end, and I do apologize for that, so that will not happen again. I do promise that, hopefully, so, you know, just keeping my fingers crossed that I won't get in too big of a hurry, is what I'm trying to say, because last week I was in a little bit of a hurry and just really did not pay that no mind. But throughout the rest of the podcast, we did very well. And I do thank you guys so much for liking and listening to the, that episode of Falcons Friday. All right, so we are talking about right now, the Overwatch League is currently going to move the matches to South Korea after a coronavirus outbreak. The current coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, is affecting the esports world as much as other industries. The OWL is moving canceled homestand matches at Gonzagu, Hanzagu, and Shanghai to Seoul, South Korea during weeks 6 and 7 of the competition, with some possibly being attached to Seoul Dynasty home event in week 5. The league had to scrub its February and March matches in China to protect the health and safety of the fans, competitors, and organizers. So definitely that is a very smart move on the Overwatch League to cancel those matches and get it into week 6 and 7 and possibly 5 at the Seoul Dynasty home event. So now we are talking, guys, about week 2 recap that was hosted by the Philadelphia Fusion this past weekend. So to start off the entire weekend, we had the Florida Mayhem 3-0 in the Houston Outlaws to start off the series. Then the Washington Justice went up against Philadelphia Fusion. The Philadelphia Fusion did win 3-1 over the Justice. Then the Justice on Sunday 3-0 the Houston Outlaws. And the Florida Mayhem was 3-0 by the Philadelphia Fusion. 
So, guys, going through these matches one by one, the Florida Mayhem versus the Houston Outlaws, the out, the Outlaws just looked a little confused at times. And the Mayhem just took advantage of every single opportunity that, you know, came when the Outlaws were like, oh, my God, where, when did that happen or where so? But during the Map 2 series of this match, the Outlaws looked like they were in control. But then after that, everything just fell apart very quickly for the Outlaws. Going into map details, um, Houston Outlaws on map 1 was 0 for more Florida Mayhem of 2. Then on map 2, for Havana, you had 1-0. And then for map 3 on Etchenweld, if I'm pronouncing that right, was a 3-2. So definitely it was a very close race, but it looked like on map two, the Outlaws were very close to actually having Havana taken over very easily, but failed to do so. So now going on over to the Washington Justice versus the Philadelphia Fusion. The Fusion did have a 3-1 over the Justice, and the Philadelphia Fusion definitely looked very promising, guys. Especially going up against the, the Red Hot Washington Justice that was like undefeated until they faced the Atlanta Reign in stage four of last year's league season. Then for Sunday, the open up the day, the Washington Justice had the Houston Outlaws and they 3 0'd the Outlaws. And Justice definitely look better in this series. But then, then there again, it's the Houston Outlaws. So, I mean, what, 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 how much more are you going to say here? And then finally, to finish up the day on Sunday, you had the Fusion taking on the Florida Mayhem, where the Fusion 3-0'd the Mayhem. And definitely, the Philadelphia Fusion looks very strong, guys. So I would not be surprised to see them in, in the finals, really, at the end of the year. So now we are moving on over to Week 3, where the Washington Justice is hosting the events of New York Escalar versus the Fusion, Uprising versus the Outlaws, Paris Eternal versus the Justice, and then for Sunday you have the NYXL versus the Outlaws, the Toronto Defiant versus the Philadelphia Fusion, and then to finish out the day you have the London Spitfire taking on the Washington Justice. So right now, honestly, if I have if I was a Batman I'm put my money on the following teams in order from the matches. I put NYXL, Boston Uprising, Washington Justice, NYXL, Toronto Defiant, and Washington Justice. So the Washington Justice will have a 2-0 home series weekend, and the Philadelphia Fusion will actually fall back a lot from their homestand series weekend. And then the loss and the London Spitfire is definitely just not that great of a team. And I just I really see the the Washington Justice 3 0 and the London Spitfire. Now the Toronto Defiant, they are a little bit of a wild card. They they could possibly lose to Diffusion. So we'll have to wait and see. But that is my preview for week three of the Overwatch League. So now switching gears on over to the Call of Duty League. The Atlanta phase is hosting week three, and of course, it is in Atlanta, hosted by the Atlanta phase, 
And these are the current matches scheduled for the event. For Saturday, to start off the day, you have the Minnesota Roker versus the Paris Legion. The London Royal Ravens versus the Florida Mutineers. Chicago Huntsman versus Toronto Ultra. And Atlanta Phase versus Optic Gaming LA. So that'll be two Group A's, two Group B's. And for your groups, guys, you have in Group A, Phase, Mutineers, Optic Gaming LA, and London Royal Ravens. And in Group B, you have the Chicago Huntsman, Minnesota Roker, Minnesota... I almost said it twice. Paris Legion and the Toronto Ultra. Based off the current group standings right here, guys, I'm going to have to say for group A finals, it's going to be Atlanta phase versus the, the London Royal Ravens, really. The Florida Mutineers definitely look very promising, but still need a lot of work. Optigam in LA is just not there this season. And then for Group B Finals, I would have the Chicago Huntsman versus the Paris Legion yet again. And guys, actually, I'm going to go on the upset right here. I think the Paris Legion is going to learn from what mistakes they've had back last week in, or two weeks ago in London and beat the Chicago Huntsman. And for your finals, guys, I'm having the Atlanta phase facing off against the Paris Legion. That's how I have this entire weekend going right here. I am hoping 100% I am right. And plus, it was my birthday weekend. So go go Atlanta phase and win this one for me for my birthday. <laughs> so definitely, that is the, the layout right there, guys. You have your four matches. But if I was a betting man, I would have the Atlanta phase versus the Paris Legion in the home series finale for the Atlanta phase homestand weekend. And the Chicago Huntsman having their very first loss of the season. So now moving on over guys, we are talking about the Seattle surge. Uh, and enable actually revealed in a stream on February 4th or yes, excuse me on February 14th that he was benched. On the Call of Duty League roster from the Seattle Surge. So the Seattle Surge are the one of the eight teams who have competed in both Call of Duty League weekends so far. And while many thought the team could place highly in the league, the squad has endured a difficult start to their season. Winning just one of five matches and losing all but one Surge and Destroy maps that they've played so far. After four losses, it appears that the Seattle Surge have decided to make a change and try to move on from Enable, who won back-to-back events with 100 Thieves in 2019, to their benching going forward according to the pro player. Surge found themselves eliminated in group stages of the Call of Duty League London Home Series weekend, getting swept by the Dallas Empire in in their first matchup. The squad were able to recover and take a hard-fought victory against the L.A. Gorillas, but were soundly beaten 3-1 when they faced the Empire once again in an elimination match. After returning home from the event, Enable jumped back in to pick up matches with another pro players, and when asked by a viewer how his week had been and now the scrimmages has, has gone, the 26-year-old explained that he has been removed from the starting roster. 
The Seattle Surge will now be using one of their two substitute players moving forward, although it's currently unknown whether it will be Casey Pandier or Porto, if I'm pronouncing those right, who will step in to enable shoes when the team begins practicing on, again, Valentine's Day, February 14th. The next Call of Duty League home series takes place in Atlanta on February 22nd. However, the Seattle Surge won't be in action until the LA or the, excuse me, the Los Angeles events on March 7th. So definitely that is a good little while away. That is actually just in two more weeks from this ser- this home stand series weekend hosted by the Atlanta Fates. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe the the roster change was a right decision, I would say. But if it comes back to bite them, then I don't know what to say. So now the final subject for today's podcast, guys. And this is very weird, and this guy looks like he uses it. X-Pro Killer claims everyone is on Adderall in the COD esports scene. Yes, and no one has been found to be using that. So, I I, I don't know. I'm confused right there. So, I'm going to read this article from DickServer.com. It's no secret that one of the biggest biggest negatives of the esports scene practically in Call of Duty is seamlessly unchecked in widespread usage of Adderall. Adderall is a prescription drug that mainly intended to treat patients with attention deficit, uh, basically ADHD. However, its ability to sharpen response times and reflex has increasingly appealed to professional games over the years to the point where the drug is used almost every competitive gaming event. Speaking to the Washington Post about the issue, Killer revealed that many players in COD scene have been taking the substance for years, according to the 2013 World Champion. However, it's not something that gets talked about because it's essentially an open secret. Nobody talks about it because everyone is on it, he claimed witnessed. Yes, uh, very frequently and a lot, to be honest, it's a major problem. Killer also revealed that Adderall was a big reason why he stopped competing in the early months of 2019. He said the widespread use of the drug was something he couldn't keep up with. As the Washington Post article highlights, Call of Duty is just one of the several major esports scenes that suffer from Adderall overuse. CSGO pro Corey Frisian, Overwatch League player Tamayo, and former Gears of War Jimmy... Morano has also claimed the respective esports with the same issue. So guys, what do you think? Do you think, honestly, according to the Washington Post and Killa, that this is very true? I really don't think so, guys, because, I mean, you, you take the Atlanta Phase roster, for example. Those kids have been, well, really men now. They've been playing Call of Duty for years, like in their teenage years. And so I'm just so confused. Like, how could he come out and say this? I mean, Killer obviously looks like he has, but for him to come out and say this, I just don't find it to be true. So let me know what you guys think on Twitter. 
But guys, that is all the time I have for today, but I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. If you didn't, make sure to like button here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Till then, I, Morgan, will catch you all later. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.